Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode on the Align with Allura podcast. If you haven't already read the description, oh my gosh, then you have an idea of what this episode is about. And let's be real, I have been literally doing so much YouTube research. I can't even tell you all the things that I've, I've read like blogs from back in early 2019. Just, I just been going back and forth between mirrorless cameras and I could not make the decision if I should pick Canon or if I should pick Sony. And then after renting the Nikon twice, that was probably the best that Nikon could do. I'm not getting the Z9 obviously, but it's kind of crazy to me that that was like the best they could do. So I decided to switch to Sony and I'm gonna tell you why. You're listening to the Align with Alora podcast. They say business owners ditch the nine to five only to work 80 hours just for themselves. I wanna change that narrative. I believe that we can still be successful by working smarter, not harder, and still achieve beyond our wildest dreams. This podcast is all about systems, boundaries, and growing a profitable business without the hustle and the overwhelm. Because guess what? You really can have both. So get comfortable and let's dive in. Basically, I say that Sony is the OG, honestly. Sony has been around longer than all these other cameras when it comes to mirrorless, okay? And the main thing, which I didn't even realize this is so funny, back when um, the Nikon D750 was like all the rage and it was pretty affordable, we were we could literally buy three camera bodies and like mix and match a bunch of lenses because it was like 1750 or like 1250 I don't know I think it's even cheaper now let's be real but back in the day everyone was like well it's a Sony sensor you guys the Nikon D750 has a Sony sensor and I'm like oh wow that must be a good thing yeah I want this Nikon because it has a Sony sense like I knew nothing I'm noob right and I was like well it's my first full frame camera and I've had I've pretty much replaced my Nikon D750 every time there was an issue I've had just stayed with that brand in general for Oh my gosh, has it been six years? <gasps> that is a long time. Wow. Okay, so for six years, I've basically had been buying like the same camera body and making sure that it's, yeah, wow, sorry. Just like, wow, didn't realize that. Anyway, so yeah, after doing research and finally just giving in to the hype, I really hate giving in to the hype. I was like, um, I don't need a mirrorless. Like my camera's perfectly fine. My ISO is pretty amazing. And um, finally, I had a friend that was like, you need to rent a mirrorless and you need to do it now. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> sure. I'll pay like $50 to rent one for the weekend or whatever. So I rented the Nikon Z62. I kept hearing about the Nikon Z62, the, the Z7. And I was like, all right, fine, let's do it. So I rented it and I have to admit, it did very well. It did Nikon well, but it didn't catch the focus every time, which I was kind of bothered by. Like it didn't nail the focus, but it was still better than my D750 by far, which apparently is not saying a lot. Like what in the world have I been doing? That camera misfocuses so much and I had no idea. I used to think that my finger just had an issue, you know? Nope, it's not my finger, it was my camera. <laughs> and so after renting the Z62 and doing a wedding on that, and then I did like a luxury baby shower with that and it was completely dark. Like that shower was, that shower was basically pitch black. So I don't know, it was kind of cool to see how it did in low light. I mean, with without my flash, it didn't do that great but it did miss a couple shots and it was having a hard time. I know there was a lot of like artificial light and like neon signs and all that great stuff. It was hard, don't get me wrong, but 
I just feel like for the Nikon Z6 II being relatively new, that it should have done quite okay. And then the fact that it was mirrorless. So um, thankfully I share all of my life on Instagram and people DM me and tell me their stories. And I had a friend reach out and was like, you gotta go Sony, like quit playing around with Nikon <laughs> mirrorless. Nikon mirrorless is basically the worst. Sony is the only way to go. And I'm like, why not? Let me rent it. So I rented the Sony. Oh my goodness, it changed my life. I, and it, honestly, I was only taking pictures of like my son, but the thing is, it's like my son crawls really fast and he's like blinking and moving around and like he's quick. So I captured some photos of him. I made my husband run in front of me like a million times. The camera missed zero shots. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I think I found the photojournalism camera. Like it's sitting in my hands right now, like this. And so looking back and I was like, let me do research on what the Sony was built on, right? Like how is it built? Who is it for? You know, all that jazz, all that boring, boring, I don't know. What did the, what did the guy at the camera mall say? The Sony bro stuff. So I did my research and found out that Sony, the Sony A9 was actually a photojournalism camera. And so I've seen the, the I've seen the, conversations and people were saying I switched from Nikon to Sony I switched from Nikon to Sony and I'm like oh this is exactly what I'm thinking and then so I would watch those videos and they would just say like the Sony sensor is amazing duh it doesn't miss a shot you know um a million other reasons it's lighter my my back pain is probably going to be like zero percent now I can't even imagine what it's like to do shoot a wedding day with two cameras and not have to have a whole day to recover or not have to take like Motrin all the time because my back is on fire. So I bought the spider holster to kind of ease that pain. I'm like, you know what? Let me just get the spider holster and that's going to that's gonna be fine. It's going to alleviate all my back pain. Okay, well, it's kind of hard to walk with cameras on your hips and I don't know, it's it's hard to squeeze in areas like small areas like when you're a wedding photographer you kind of have to like maneuver around and be quiet and it's kind of hard when like the camera is knocking against a wall I'm like oh my gosh this so I sold that it short-lived but wearing the mirrorless on like a hold fast or um you know any kind of like just um camera holster is it's like a it feels like a five to ten pound difference and I wish I was kidding but just like wearing that and not having that back pain episode, I was like, uh-oh, this is it. And so I had to give back the Sony and I was like devastated. And I'm trying not to be dramatic, but I obviously am. But when you have a camera that you can rely on and you know it's not going to miss a shot and you just know that, I don't know, that that confidence that the camera like gives you, like don't get me wrong, a lot of things are user error, okay? I've used... I don't know. I feel like I've used different companies. I started off Canon actually, and their autofocus wasn't that great. So that's why I picked Nikon because Nikon was much sharper. Well, Nikon is definitely probably the most delayed now in like the new updates going forward. Like if you see a side-by-side comparison now, it's Sony and Canon are kind of neck and neck. Like Canon kind of, I don't know what they did, but they just basically reimagined mirrorless and they're doing great. Now, besides the rumors I've heard that the R5 was overheating, and the hot shoe was falling off and that scared me. Is it weird that I just don't want the satisfaction of going back to Canon? I don't know, I'm not going to. I knew that for my style and what I wanna offer my clients is Sony, hands down. And 
I honestly think it's preference. I don't think one is better than the other besides Nikon being the worst. Um, I just think it all depends. Like if you're listening to this and you're just like want something to listen to, then like here I am. But if you're listening to this and you're thinking, do I wanna go mirrorless or do I wanna stay DSLR? Well, I would say definitely go to a local camera store and just rent it for a weekend, either for a wedding or just a portrait shoot of your family. Like I said, I use it on my kids, my family, other people, tested it in low light. It's just interesting to kind of see how easy it was for me to get the hang of Sony. Like it was really easy. And now I can, I don't know, I know the buttons much faster. And I just, you kind of get used to it. It's like an easy transition. Um, honestly, probably any camera is really an easy transition. I haven't heard too much about Fujifilm, but I heard a lot of people love them too. I actually don't know the difference. They weren't even on the charts when I was comparing mirrorless lenses and cameras, so I just didn't put that into consideration. But hey, if you have anything to say about Fujifilm, please put it in the Facebook group. I will link it below. Um, I recently just opened a Facebook group to launch my wedding CEO coaching masterclasses, and I decided to keep it. So that way everybody has a place to talk, chit chat, and exchange, I don't know, conversation, community. I closed my other ones in the past because it was getting harder to manage. Um, but as long as you guys are okay with just a place to talk and be amongst yourselves, that Facebook group is there. Not sponsored, but sponsored. Now that I am completely Sony, I'm going to tell you my gear. So this is what I have. I have the Sony A9 and then I have the Sony A7 III. Now the reason why I got those is because I kind of want to dip my toes and see which camera I want more and then the other camera will just be a backup. So, so far I love my A9, it's amazing. I rented the A9 II, um, but I'm kind of going back and forth if I should just buy an A9 II or buy another A9 um, or buy an A7 IV. So I'm kind of playing around to see like which one I like more, which one does better in low light, you know, cause the fight between those two cameras is so neck and neck. Like I know the A9 is faster and doesn't have blackout, but like I heard the A7 is better in low light and ISO. So I'm just like, okay, let me see which one holds up. And then usually what happens when I have two cameras is the camera that is the strongest ends up being my main camera. And then the camera that doesn't do as well, like when I'm thinking fast, obviously ends up being the backup and therefore I would have made my decision. So that's what I'm playing with right now. I'm pretty sure I'm probably gonna go over to the A2, but who knows? Like what if next year the A3 comes out? So I'm just kind of waiting and seeing what's going on because I just became a Sony person. I wanna say, I wanna be a Sony ambassador actually. If anybody's listening and you are <laughs> affiliated with Sony, I would love to be an ambassador because I am making a whole episode, okay, about this company. Okay, so lenses. I have the Zeiss 55 1.8. That lens is like butter. Oh my word. The What it does with skin tones and just how creamy the bokeh is, I am quite obsessed. I played with it for like 10 seconds in the camera store and I compared all the other 50s that are um, compatible with Sony and that one was just the most beautiful. It was it's just, I love Zeiss. I might be a little biased to their company. So that's another thing. I only bought that lens because I have a hard time deciding which 35 to get, which 24 and which 85 between Sony, between, between the Zeiss, between the G Master, between the third parties, between Sigma Art. It was just hard. So now I've made my decision. 
um, because the, my 24 and my 50 are my main um, lenses. So I think that I'm gonna get the 24 G Master and um, I'm going to get the 85 Sony and then I got a 35 Zeiss for like a pretty good deal. So um, yeah, and then if those don't end up working out, I can always like trade them in for different, but I kind of want to get like one of each kind of brand and see if I like the way the lenses render images better. Um, but yeah, so that is what's going on with me and Sony and my new journey. When I tell you I am so excited to not be able to miss a moment ever again, I'm so excited. <laughs> like, ah, I mean, honestly, I might be at the point where my editor is like, hey, you're sending us way too many images because I might get shutter happy that I never miss a beat. Like, how could you even imagine 5,000 images being perfect focus? <laughs> It's crazy. Um, but anyway, so yep, that is my bag. And I am currently on the lookout for another camera holster. I'm not sure if I want to go back to hold fast because they do pinch. And the weight distribution is not as good as India Earl's. But I also like, I'm kind of bougie and I want like my logo embossed on one of mine, like on the back where like it just says. AR, I think that would be kind of cool. So I don't know. I might be looking on Etsy just for that customization, but I know I want it to be 100% leather. Also, I'm on a lookout for a different camera bag. I'm wondering if I should bring out like my wheeled suitcase again or if I should just go backpack. And everybody has their own opinions and I love having opinions, but it also confuses me on actually like what I really want. So that's where I'm at right now. It's January. This is probably going to go live sometime in February, but I'm sure I'll have everything like mm, more updated um, in the show notes if anything changes, but I plan on doing a part two on this. So this is kind of part one, like I have switched over to Sony, but my part two is going to be like I shot X amount of weddings and sessions with Sony and this is my like summary. Um, and also too, like if I plan on switching lenses and sticking with a certain company or mixing and matching is perfectly fine. I heard regardless, like, Sony's like lenses and even the third party ones are tack sharp. Very rarely have you like seen a lens where they're like, this is garbage, don't buy it. No, they're pretty close. I do know that the Sony G Master Bokeh is literally like film. It's so creamy. It's like, it's a crazy comparison. Like, the, I mean, I should know because I had probably binged about 400 hours of Sony videos by the Sony bros. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that is everything in a nutshell. I can only talk so long about this because I still have to get a lot more experience under my belt with Sony, but I have to say that I did not have buyer's remorse for one second and I don't even miss my Nikon at all. Like I don't miss my lenses. I do have to buy flashes now too. That's the sneaky part is like when you switch companies, everything has to go. <laughs> but nonetheless, I am excited. Um, I wish Nikon would have like been able to keep up, but the Z9 just seems like a bit much and too, I don't want to say too heavy, but I just don't need all those megapixels. Like that's just, it's just insane to me. And like having, you know, 30 terabyte hard drives just to be able to like hoard all those images, just, yeah, no, less is more in my opinion. All right, you guys. Well, I just wanted to say thanks for hopping on here and listening to this episode about me rambling why I love Sony so much. But seriously, I would love to hear your opinions about mirrorless, Sony, Canon, Nikon, if you're still there, 
Even Fujifilm. Is there another brand out there that I don't know about? Is that it? There's gotta be somebody else. But anyway, feel free to bring it up in the Facebook group. I would love to chat with you there. And once again, thanks for listening and I will see you again next week. Well, you made it to the end of today's episode. If you're loving the podcast so far, I'd be so honored if you go ahead, hit that subscribe button and leave me a review. Reviews help me get amazing guests as well as helping this podcast get noticed by new listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you'd like to connect, feel free to look at all the links in the show notes and let's connect on Instagram at alora.rochelle or align with Alora Podcast. Until next time. Thank you.